welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Today, we have a special guest joining us to talk to us about the RF97 racket. Welcome to the Tennis Warehouse Review of the Wilson Pro Staff RF97 autograph, Roger Federer. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Nice to see you, Michelle. First things first, tell us about this racket. Why do you love it so much? What's your favorite part of the racket? How has it been so successful for you? Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, number one, I, I love talking about the racket because very rarely have I done interviews about the racket because usually people want to know about breakpoints or how I played in the match. But uh, it all wouldn't happen without uh, about without the racket. And it's been a, I don't know, it's been a, a journey that I've really enjoyed, you know, um, starting with uh, Pete uh, Sampras' and Stefan Edberg's racket, you know, the, um, the Pro Stuff 85 uh, the iconic one that everybody knows about and uh, times were different then, you know, there was a lot of serve and volleying going on, um, fast court tennis, if you like. And I started with that one too, when I was 14 years old and I'm still playing with the pro staff uh, today. Today it's the RF 97 um, autograph, which is wonderful for me, of course, to have uh, sort of my own racket within the, you know, the Wilson, uh, Wilson tennis and the franchise. So that's a really nice thing for me now. Um, I've had some changes, as you probably know, going from the 85 to the 90 and then to the 97. So I think that also, I think, shows perfectly how tennis has evolved, how maybe surfaces have slowed down, how players uh, defend better, rallies get longer. And for that, I needed a, a little bit of a better uh, racket head. But at the same time, I never wanted to give up, um, you know, on, um, on, uh, on, on, how do you say, on like uh, my way of being able to control the the ball you know and not just go with pure power but as uh, i moved to the rf 97 autograph i think then i definitely also went for more of a power racket but yet didn't compromise on the on on quality of shot and and the feel for the ball so uh it's been a it's been a nice journey and then of course cosmetics another thing and we can talk about that as well if you want Oh, I would love to. I have to ask because we are gear geeks around here and we have played with a bunch of the process and we actually brought out some of the smaller head sizes for this review. Okay. So do you ever bring out some of the other ones, the smaller, the 90 square inch, the smaller head sizes and play around with those just for nostalgia? No, I don't. No? But I kept I kept a lot of rackets. I can tell you that. And my wife's losing her mind slowly because she's like, where are we going to put all these rackets? I'm like, well, they all mean something to me. And I, I'm going to have, you know, charity auctions in the future for my charity or for other charities. And I just want to have enough, you know. But uh, uh, when I'm uh, retired and all that stuff, I'll go back and get the 85 out. I get the 90 <laughs> out. And I remember also uh, Nate, uh, uh, my stringer at P1, he also wants uh, brought uh, Pete's uh, uh, racket, uh, Sampras' original racket, the way it was strung uh, with like incredible, str- uh, like uh, uh, stiff racket, of course, very heavy and uh, unbelievably strongly uh, tight stringing. And uh, that was a that was a big pleasure. But yes, like you said, I, I, I will definitely do that when it's all said and done. Yeah. 
<laughs> nice. You need a big racket wall. We have a massive racket wall here at Tennis Warehouse and all of them live there. And sometimes you just need to go for that old process. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, now let's talk about design and maybe talk a little bit about how you've worked with Wilson in the past and then with this update and how you have an influence on the cosmetics. We've seen some really cool cosmetics come out, but this one is I actually have it right next to me. I love it, mm-hmm. but definitely very beautiful. It's a beautiful racket. And once you have it in your hands, you really see the details. Yep. So talk to me about the design and how you help design it with Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I think design is something I've always enjoyed, you know, uh, regardless if it was uh, for the clothes, but I think also for the rackets. And the rackets, you know, you don't change design all the time. I think tinkering with a racket is always very complicated. I think it's maybe most complicated besides shoes for a tennis player. Um, and that's why, for me, the process is one that I really take very, very serious. You're not allowed to miss anything um, because at the end of the day, you got to trust your racket when you go you know, deep into a match and you have these uh, big, important points. The last thing you want to think about is my racket going to be there for me. And uh, if at least I lose, it's because of uh, myself and not because of the racket. And that's why I'm uh, very particular um, and giving, I hope, all the insights I possibly can to create and build the best uh, uh, sort of racket we can together at, with Wilson. Now with the cosmetics, um, I think we've seen, I've changed some, you know, throughout the years, but obviously staying within the pro staff, there's sort of a, a certain color range. We always stay true to the blue, uh, sorry, the, the yellow, the red and the black has been, you know, the, the classic and iconic. But then in recent, you know, sort of in the last decade or so, uh, and uh, I look at the tennis wall and I look at all the pop colors and neons and all the crazy stuff that has come and happened, you know, I really thought, how about if we go back to basics? And I think the idea really came also from a friend of mine uh, when I was playing uh, with uh, one of the test rackets, remember in the... 2013, I believe it was in Hamburg and uh, in Gestad, where I didn't play so well because I had huge back problems and all that. And it had to be a full on black racket, you know, with nothing to it. And my friend said, This is so cool. Mm-hmm. People will love a black racket. And I was like thinking, Well, I'm not sure about it. But then if we make a black racket extremely cool and special, I think that could then be really a difference to any other rackets out there. And when you look at the walls, you know, in the shops nowadays, I feel like there's so much color and so much um, craziness to it. And sometimes in a good way. I mean, a lot of people build some really great rackets. But I thought, how about we go back to basics, something very, very sleek, cool, um, long lasting. You will look back at this rack and go like, this is some one rack I can take out in 30 years and it will still be uh, something special today. And I actually also have it here. You know, I thought I'd, I'd take it as well. Yes. And uh I really like it. This is more of an evolution to the one I had before, not the revolution like we had it the last time around. But like you said, I think when you see it from here, like, oh, it's another black racket. But I think once you start looking at all the details again, it's a it's a really beautiful racket. I'm very happy about it. And of course, I can't wait to play with it soon. I know. Are you so excited for 2021 and to get on the court with this update? Very much so. Um, I actually have not hit with it yet. You know, Wilson has asked me, can you go please hit some <laughs> balls with it and, you know, send us some videos and stuff. So I'll try try to do that uh, next week but obviously you can imagine how I'm uh, waiting and burning on the inside try to go back on the under the tour again it's been a it's been a tough year uh, you know for for my knee and uh, and for my my health really um, I mean 
thankfully with COVID-19, I've been healthy, everybody around me as well. And the tour also coming to a halt was tough to see, but it's back now. So that's nice. I'm also following tennis yesterday and today as well. It's fun, you know, seeing everything and the, the matches at, at the US Open were amazing. So of course, I, I, can't, I, can't, yeah, of course, I can't wait to come back myself and uh, hopefully join in the action and uh, play with the best again. Yeah, that we definitely miss seeing you out there, but I'm sure you're having so much fun with your family right now. So that's amazing. We're having a good time in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Nice. Uh, I had a, another question. Could you talk us through your favorite strength setup with this racket and maybe why you use those strings? Yes, I mean, uh, I've uh, used the hybrid uh, version of stringing uh, ever since 2002, I remember. Uh, in Rome, I think I gave it a go. Um, because the Luxilons became very popular and natural gut was the, the choice for any attacking player. So I thought like, I've seen some guys do it, but not many. I think Guga also started with all Luxilon and also maybe Agassi. I wonder if he came before me or after me. I'm not sure anymore. But I remember I was playing doubles with Henman at the time and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know yet. Look, I'm trying out things. I think I lost to the the chairman of the tour today against Andrea Gaudenzi in the first round, actually, with the new stringing. And then I thought, like, well, I'm not sure if this is going to work. You know, I still had to figure out tensions and all that stuff. And I think I strung much too loose. And then I went to Hamburg and won in Hamburg. The, and it was my first uh, uh, Masters Shield at the time. The, the mass, uh, What was it called at the time? The, uh, the Masters 1000s were called differently. The Super 9s at the time, I believe. And uh, I ended up winning that and I realized, you know, I, I was able to put much more zip on the ball. And of course, I wouldn't stri uh, break as much string, you know. So for nostalgic, I, I still put in the, um, uh, the, what do you call them, the string savers. The, so the I, put, string, I still yeah. put them in from the, from the get-go. Yes, I still okay. have the cork at the, at the bottom to protect the gut, you know, even though nowadays mm -hmm. you don't need them anymore because the, the bumper is so good uh, these days. So I have, yeah, so I have the, the locks on the crosses and the, on the gut, on the on the mains, and I've been playing with that since uh, yeah 2002. I've strung uh, probably at the time around 22, 23 kilos, and now I string around 26 and a half, 27. So because of the bigger racket head size, right. I've gone up in tension, of course. Of course, yes. Now, if someone has not played with your racket before. It is a demanding racket. I actually have to admit, it is my racket of choice. Okay. I have used it now for several years. Yeah. Back when it came out in the red and black, I kind of thought, oh, no, that's too much of a racket for me. That's a boy's racket. Yeah. And I tried it. I absolutely love it. I have been using it ever since. Yeah. As quarantine hit, I was kind of unsure. Do I stick with it? But I tried the new one and it's amazing. It feels seamless. It reminds me why this racket is so perfect. So much plow through, so much feel, so much control, but yeah. you're still able to head out. So what can you tell a player that's never tried it, what to expect and what kind of player should be trying this racket? I mean, I think if you have a sort of not to an extreme of a technique, um, I think this will be your racket. I mean, I think if you're a really extreme player nowadays with the RF-97 and the autograph, you can also do it, you know, because the racket head is big enough. And I think if you use the right strings, you can get away with it. Um, but uh, if you're a sweet ball striker, I mean, I think this racket is is just perfect because, I mean, it's the extension of my arm, you know, essentially. And when you hit it in the sweet spot, you know how it is. It just goes by itself and it just travels to the baseline. And it also helps you, gives you enough power on the serve. And at the volleys, I believe also it's a very good racket, you know. And for me, particularly important is the slice, you know. And I use a lot of the slice and, and this is where I can feel most control. Um, so I think... 
I mean, of course, if you're a better player, this is your racket. And now if you're maybe, you know, starting out, I mean, there is different also um, weights of rackets, which I think is wonderful also for the beginners, because I understand that, you know, that everybody can play with my weight, um, but they sell that in the shops, which I'm really happy about, because I think it's important that people who go in the shop, they want to get the stuff the pros are playing with. So I think... Um, um, then you go with maybe a, a little bit of a lighter version, or then you can, of course, go with uh, other rackets uh, that Wilson do as well, which then maybe help you a little bit with a bigger sweet spot even. Definitely. Uh, that's a great call. You can definitely get into that Pro Stock 97 as you kind of get up to it, build exactly. your way up to the yeah. RF 97 for all of it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I would love it if you could tell our watchers out there where they could find the new RF97. So where where you go get it? Go find it at tenniswarehouse.com. That's where you're <laughs> going to get the RF97 autograph. I hope everybody enjoyed this interview. It was nice connecting again with, with the tennis community. Uh, as you know, I've been away for so long uh, and I try to stay away actually also as much as possible because people always want stuff from me and maybe it's a nice way to get away. But uh this was this was a nice change for me. So it was nice speaking to you, and I hope uh, uh, people know that I miss all the fans out there and all the tennis lovers. And I hope some people will go and get uh, you know the RF ninety seven autograph at tenniswarehouse.com. One more question: What's your RF ninety seven tagline for this racket? RF ninety seven. <laughs> I think uh, how about smooth as silk? You know, it's a really beautiful, sleek racket. You know, and you will look very stylish on the court. Perfect. I love it. Get the right racket bag too, please. Make sure the racket bag is the right one. Yes, that DNA RF 12-pack bag looks great on the court also. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Roger. This was amazing. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. My pleasure. Take care. I'll speak to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.